3: Hello. And welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug, and the only LAFC podcast that never doubted Ryan Hollingshead. I'm Travis Helwig. I'm Vince
1: Larosa,
0: and I'm Darren Miller. Welcome to our preview of LAFC's second 2023 playoff match versus Vancouver Whitecaps FC on Sunday, November 5th at 4:30 p.m. at BC Place. You can watch it on MLS Season Pass, on Apple TV Plus, and of course, we'll be live streaming our post-game call-in show 10 minutes after the final whistle at youtubecom slash sadfoot. Sad Subscribe now get notified when we go live and we'll be doing a watch along again we just found out it's hot off the presses we're gonna we're gonna do another watch along on the lafc twitch and youtube accounts so check us out there get nice and rowdy
3: in that one get nice and rowdy in the in the post game that's always when i get the drunkest later in the show vince is going to hang out with us for the whole show for the first time and he's got a special bonus segment of the rest of the league playoff storylines. And as always, we're going to talk about our storylines for LAFC and make some bets. But first, you elected us with a mandate, and that mandate is small talk. It's time for listener-mandated banter. Vince, Darren, did you have a spooky week? Sufficiently spooky, I'd say.
1: Yeah. You know what? I live in a... (laughs) Like, where our apartment is, is small apartments, but it's, like, really deep from the street. So, like, there was a lot of kids out, and I took the dog out to walk. By the way, dog does not, like... Lots of kids walking around, costumes, dark. Found all those three yes. things out today or yesterday, and that was great. But like, we put candy out <laughs> and expecting kids not to come all the way to the door, and I, I, I don't think a single thing of candy was taken. So now I have to eat all that candy, <laughs> and uh, yeah,
0: such a bummer.
3: Do you do people trick or treat in your neighborhood, Darren?
0: Yeah, it's like quiet on my block, but people come through. We put like we just put a bowl out because we go out. This time we put two tins out full of candy, and this we still have a streak since we moved in here. Every year, someone has they've taken all the candy, and so, at least one of the things that we put the candy in is gone. Also, when we come back, <laughs> they uh, took
3: like the container.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> not like a valuable item. I don't know. Was it People festive? It at
3: least, like, did it look like a pumpkin I
1: mean, or something? No.
0: This time it was. It was like a Halloween themed popcorn tin.
1: See, somebody was like, I'm uh, having that. This is perfect for the rest of my game. Yeah, candy.
3: maybe it was
0: like a cool hat. But
1: It I don't definitely know,
3: was like somebody who drove to the neighborhood because you can't carry that around. <laughs> just yeah, they walking probably around drove specifically because they
0: got a hot tip that that was available and they were like, Actually, oh, I'll be there in 10.
1: <laughs> what would have happened had you been coming home, walking up, and then like just a few feet, like let's say not too far from your home, you're like, hey, that looks like our bowl." You chase?
0: Are you chasing that kid down? Oh, We're starting shit on Halloween. Let's do it. <laughs> that's that's the purge, right? We can do it. We're
3: I always allowed. say, start shit with teenagers. It's yeah, that's always they, a good idea. They don't know about death yet. They're <laughs> the scariest <laughs> people on the planet. They think they they'll never die, and they have to prove that they're tough. Well, and they'll go a little
1: bit hard, so you you like you can feel good about when you finally do put them down, and then yes. and then you just go like,
3: I'm an <laughs> adult. You've
1: just learned a valuable lesson, and you can feel like you taught them something.
3: I think – see, you have a positive outlook where you defeat the teenager. In my version, the teenager completely humiliates me after I try to humiliate them.
0: Yeah, that's my version too. That's how it's going to go, right?
3: I mean, they'll say some word I won't know. They'll be like, you have no riz. And I'll be like, Mm -hmm. fuck, maybe I don't have riz. (laughs)
0: Like heart palpitations. Like it can get physical so easily. I need my blood pressure medicine. Darren, did did your kids dress up? Yeah. My son was Sonic the Hedgehog. You may be familiar.
3: Cool.
0: My daughter and son, they're twins. They're two. They were wearing glow in the dark skeleton pajamas and they were in a wagon. And that's about it. One thing though that's like spooky, kind of on a deeper level in my neighborhood, is that it's kind of block by block. Like my block is kind of dead. And then like a couple blocks over is. You can tell block by block the generational kind of like trajectory that everyone on that block seems to be at. So, you're what you're really noticing is the turnover of when people die in the neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is like genuinely spooky because <laughs> it's like this block is where people are old enough that they're just like done with Halloween stuff. They're like, no, but then mm-hmm. on that block. There's still something to live for, so you're just kind of walking <laughs> through the neighborhood, like, "Oh, this is where people are at in life."
3: And you're on the old person block, or are you? We're, in yeah, house?
0: we're on the old person block. We're we're a part of the new young uh, contingency of people. You know,
3: stirring the pot. You're gentrifying we, the old people to death. Is what <laughs> you, you? What you're saying it's is age gentrification. The
1: person that had the house before you is dead.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, in our case, someone who was renting it out. To a younger couple, sold it to us, so we're a little bit. And the person insecure. who they well, bought we, it from. We have had <laughs> multiple neighbors near us die very recently, uh-huh. so and it is turning over. The and spookiest
3: thing that, that can is happen. That yeah,
0: the is The, thing the spookiest thing that can happen is, they can is, <laughs> is my next door neighbor died.
3: All right, geriatricification is what you're doing. What about
0: your neighborhood? neighborhood? What did what did you do?
3: No one comes to my house because we're in like a neighborly area, but we're like, up there where I'm like on a hill it's like, and it's not like a cool hill like no there's no reason anyone would come to my street it's a dead end but I did go with some friends who were trick-or-treating with their kids around we went over to Eagle Rock and there's like a very fancy street called Hill Drive and we we walked up and down with them and trick-or-treating with very young kids I remember trick-or-treating as like sprinting from door to door, trying to get as much candy as possible. But young kids, it's like, well, we did five houses. We're good for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's crying. (laughs) Um, But I wore a cowboy hat and a friend of the foot hoodie. And if anyone asked me what I was, I was a podcaster who moved to Texas because you can't say what you want to say anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um all right well that's where we could uh pivot to talking about soccer now that we vaguely hinted at cancel culture. Darren, start the show. <laughs> well, if I really say what I want to say, you'll cancel me. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Shane Gillis is hosting this with me. All right.
0: Well, last episode I invoked my privilege as king of the casuals to welcome in latecomers and bandwagoners who haven't paid attention to the team until now, so they may join us in LAFC fandom and if our hospitality beseeches it, join us permanently. And this week, the league itself is doing sort of a similar thing. Right when momentum heats up for the playoffs, they're dumping ice on it by making it a three-game series in case last week's win wasn't convincing enough or you missed it or your app gave you the wrong start time, or you just need more time to digest the matchup. Well, as someone who needs more time to digest pretty much everything in life, I can at (laughs) least appreciate the opportunity to dig into what the hell's going on a little deeper. And while I'm too much of a mature adult with actual responsibilities to spend all my time obsessing over a sport, I'm so lucky to be good friends with my co-host, Travis, the human LAFC crazy wall, who basically just wastes his whole life digesting this shit over and over again, like some animal that does that with their food, and probably exists, but I'm too busy with real life to look it up right now. Would be cool if it's a falcon. Would be a great thematic connection. Anyway, this intro could have been as short as, and maybe next time you should just skip right to. Each week, Travis explains <laughs> what's really going on beneath the surface of LaFC's next matchup, so we can all enjoy it so much more in a segment we call Storylines.
3: at least your long intro was paired with a song that's triple in length from the original story. On Steam. Yeah. Vince, how's it feel to hear the playoffs remix in person? Bre- breathtaking. <laughs> it, it, I was going to
1: say it actually was able to like wipe my mind from Darren's long intro because I was I was hung up on Darren when you said latecomers and I was like, "Oh, I got a really good joke." I was going to say, "Well, there might not have been a lot of latecomers because I saw the stadium. And then I was like, no, I shouldn't say that. And then I almost <laughs> forgot it. But thank God I brought it back.
3: Yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy that um, you found a way to work it in to a question about the song. I think you did a really good job.
0: <laughs> you were the last person to not delay the substance of the show. I will, And yeah, now we've I mean, all done
3: it. <laughs> I, I'm curious if that game would have been more full if it was a best of one. And we'll never know. Because that could be her last home game of the regular season, which it wasn't billed as, and they should have reminded people that that's possible. Okay. Well, I wonder who that's on. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone tunes into our live watch-along. Uh. <laughs> Darren, Vince, we're going to start this week with an obvious storyline, and it's something I hope we can all agree on. I don't think I'll be the only one thinking this. And the first storyline of the week is this. Dear God, I hope this is the last time we have to talk about the Vancouver Whitecaps. I know we've talked about how LAFC have had to play a lot of competitions this year, but no one ever talks about how many podcasts the podcasters have to make this year because of Amen. all those competitions. Who will think of the podcasters is what Amen. I want to know. We had to cover all of those. This is our sixth time the club has played Vancouver across all competitions this year and our fifth <laughs> preview episode of the Vancouver Whitecaps, the fifth preview episode of that stupid little town in their stupid little team in that stupid little country, Vancouver, of course, the <laughs> Indianapolis of Canada. But luckily Ooh. for us, it's LAFC- <laughs> I thought Calgary
1: was the Indianapolis of Canada. <laughs>
3: yeah. Maybe Winnipeg. I, yeah, I know Vancouver is like one of their good cities, so it's fun to give him them give the old Indiana. We had to- <laughs> But luckily for us, if LAFC come away with a win on Sunday, it will be the last time we have to talk about the Whitecaps this season. And we won't have to think about them again until the new season starts up like four weeks from now. I think it's very soon, but that might not be the case, guys, because over the course of our time in Major League Soccer, we have not dominated the Vancouver Whitecaps in the way we have dominated other clubs. In the regular season this year, LAFC had a record of zero wins, one loss, and one draw against Vancouver, which isn't great. However, the club is now a perfect 3-0 and oh against the Whitecaps in tournament settings this year, scoring 11 goals and conceding only two, winning all three of those games by three goals, including the one we played at Vancouver. Now, all-time, LAFC's record against the Whitecaps is pretty mediocre in general, where seven wins, seven wins, five losses and four draws and five of those seven wins took place in LA. So that means our record up there in the Indianapolis of Canada is pretty awful at two wins, four losses and one draw. Vancouver is not a kind place for us to play. And one reason people point to is the turf. We play terribly on turf. Normally, we rest our older players on turf. But just two weeks ago, our 55-year-old superstar, Giorgio Chiellini, played a full game on turf. And so maybe we'll get our full strength squad. Vince, you mentioned in a post-game that there might be some benefit to the fact that we know this team and their stadium at this point. Do you think that applies to the turf as well? We know how that turf feels. Or are we still at a disadvantage up in Vancouver?
1: No, I think playing it in being so recent too. It's like you you do have to get used to the turf and there probably will be a little bit of a learning curve in the first couple of minutes, but the fact that they've been there so recently, I I do feel like it's going to be a little bit better and then the other thing is, they did. Ro- it seemed like every time we played Vancouver, and this is, must be some kind of weird quirk of the schedule, it just fell at a time when LAFC is like, well, we're going to rotate anyways. So you would imagine if you change, you make seven, eight, nine changes, the team's not going to necessarily look good from minute one, right? It's going to take them time to grow into the game. That's not going to happen here, though, because you've had the full week or a week and a day. I think that's going to be the exact, probably the exact same team that played the last match and, and that should help them as well.
3: Darren, how do you feel about our chances up in Indianapolis? I think we're feeling good. I think we're going to pull it off. You feel that you feel that confident.
0: Yeah, it's not going to be what it was like at BMO, but I, I think we're we're on a roll. It it hasn't happened that often this season, but we've hit our stride. We're in rhythm. I think we got to keep that momentum going. I don't think it's going to be as as again as easy as it was at BMO, but Keelini proved that he could play on turf, so he's going to do it again, I'm sure. He's going to do
3: it at least once, maybe twice. One more time. (laughs) I I think we're good. Let's pray to our God, Jacob Emrani, that that is what happens. But that brings us to our second storyline of the match. Darren and Vince. I'm used to just saying Darren. Darren, Vince. (laughs) Yeah, I'm here too. (laughs) Dince. I like Dince. Dince. Last week. Our biggest storyline came from LAFC Luke, who asked, have the Vancouver Whitecaps figured us out? And that brings us to our second storyline of the match, which is this. Have LAFC figured out the Vancouver Whitecaps? Before I go any further, did I just curse the team you guys discuss?
0: No.
1: Um,
3: No. Can we stop saying figured out? What does that even mean? (laughs) Well, each team plays exactly the same way every game, and we figured out how to fit our key into their lock, and now they can't—they'll never beat us ever again. Well, that actually, you're profoundly (laughs)
1: correct in this instance. That's why I hate it because, like, teams do basically play the same way. So there's like, there's no, there's no like extra reward being like you figured them out. You should know about how a team plays. Uh, I will say that you know, in years past in MLS, there was more teams that were like. They don't even, like, the team didn't even know how they play. They're like, yeah, good luck figuring us out. We have no idea what we're going to do week <laughs> But, like, there's 11 guys well, on the field. Think- there will be 11 guys again. There will be two goals in the middle. Like, one team's trying to score, and, like, I, the, I just hate the figuring out.
0: Like, it's too. I get it, though. I think it's about the execution. Like, yeah, you can figure it out on paper, but can you, like, actually figure out how to make it? Not just so. What you're saying,
1: up. it's not about figuring it out; it's about actually doing the thing. So you're, you're you know, When someone says "figured
0: out,"
3: they don't mean figure it out; they mean do it, which <laughs> is the opposite. Do you guys remember "Figure It Out" with Summer Sanders? She was hot, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. She was great. She, I had a big crush on Summer Sanders.
1: I do remember having a crush on Summer Sanders, but "Figure It Out" wasn't her main. What was her like?
3: Did she have a different show? Did yeah, she also do was, a sports thing?
1: Yeah. Wasn't oh, she was a, a sports, sports thing. Yeah,
0: Well, she I was know her from S- Figure It I don't Out. Know.
1: She was a swimmer, right?
3: Like in I don't her, know her actual. Oh wow, she to should me- have been
0: on Figure It Out. It should have been. We
3: guess what her thing is. <laughs> that is what yeah. they do so, on Figure It Out. I'm the call call second storyline. Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mary Beth Denberg, what do you think? Um, After all the doom and gloom of the last week's preview, it seems only fair that we point out that we absolutely decimated the Whitecaps last week in almost all statistical categories. We had five goals to their two, 19 shots to their eight, and their only two shots on goal were the two goals that they scored, both of which came from just straight-up mistakes from our defense. And Mario, who made those mistakes, completely turned it around in the second half, and they had no more shots on goal. But the biggest stat number, in my opinion, from that game was corners. We had 12 corners to their three, which I think speaks to our dominance in a game that kind of had 50-50 possession. By all measures, we figured out how to beat them in big games. If I was Whitecaps coach... Vanny Sartini, a man who has the face and personality of one of those guys on TikTok that everyone pretends to like, but they clearly have something wrong with them. But everyone sort of kind of grossly gases them up and turns them into a celebrity until the eventual mental breakdown on the streets of Times Square. Because, of course, all along there was something wrong with them. Why did we make them a celebrity? Well, if I was him, I would spend a lot of my time preparing for set pieces in this match. (laughs) (laughs) Not only did they... (laughs) What a pivot. Not only did they concede... I'm thinking of that one specific kid on TikTok Who is like going to jail now Not only did they concede <laughs> That incredible Vela to Buanga set play But they we also scored Of I think two different corner kicks And I believe four of our five goals Were from set pieces But I refuse to look up if that's true Vince, if you were Vancouver How would you adjust to make life harder On LAFC who has clearly figured them out We all agree
0: Yeah, yes. figuring, figuring them out is what they did
3: The best way to stop set pieces is to not give
1: them up. So to your point about giving up 12 corners, I think they should find a way to not give up 12 corners. That would be, uh, I, I do think that they should be, you know, working a little bit on set pieces. And I'm sure that from the other side, LAFC, like you said, having scored four of their five goals on set pieces, although we found out, that the Buanga Vela one was just them being like, "Hey, I'm going to go over here. You you play the ball over here." So that wasn't like some kind of grand plan that Mark Dos Santos came up with. But Mark Dos Santos is going to have to is going to have to come up with some some newer stuff. But part the of me didn't thing- believe
3: that. I was like, "Of course you planned that. It was too beautiful." Do you think they really were just like, "Hey, I'm going to go. Just pass it." Well, I mean, how? It- they literally did just go. I mean, it <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> it
1: was. It was cool because it came off, but it wasn't like it was some kind of like. Yeah, uh, that's true. You know, like Statue <laughs> of Liberty esque play where the ball was like hidden under Carlos's shirt, and then he runs into the goal, and then Boanga yeah. kicks it in. Like it was just. It kind was of just a weird it
0: place and he to kicks start it. from and direction to go in. Yeah, and that we so rarely
3: did shit like that. Like our set plays aren't tricky ever, so it was so exciting to see to do something fucking crazy and it worked I was I squealed in the in the stands <laughs> so did Belonga he was so amped he was like we did it <laughs> the thing worked remember I didn't pass to you against Miami do you forget about that this, this makes up for it right <laughs> clearly buried that grudge that's good you
0: pass it to me and me scoring makes up for that right <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Darren when are you gonna have your breakdown on the streets of Times Square Oh wow! Well, I moved away
0: from New York City, so so it can't happen logistically. Which was just me planning intelligently for that.
3: Well, the breakdown could happen on the East Coast. I mean, on the West Coast, you get into like a divorce situation. You fly oh, East, cause you don't situation. know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I actually yeah, imagine you run. You run there. You run here.
1: there like Forrest Gump. Yeah, and so yeah. your beard's like, much uh, longer. Yeah. Your hair is much longer by the time you get there, which makes the breakdown that much more dramatic.
3: And it's That's really true. because you're like on whatever bath salts the Coney twenty twelve guy was on and you're just sprinting.
0: <laughs> Man, what was the question? How soon will it happen?
3: Yeah, when are you gonna have your breakdown? And what oh. would be the what would be the cause? Yeah. I
0: think it's really like a death by a thousand cut situation. You know, mm-hmm. there's just like it's gonna be like a straw that broke the camel's back. Is there another metaphor that means the same thing? I'll find one.
3: When in Rome.
0: It's really just yeah, when in Rome, have a mental <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> uh excuse me it's, I mean, it's going to be like a little bit of everything right
3: Yeah and I don't know I'll give it a few years That's good you'll yeah. have a few more happy years
0: I think I'll, I think I'm going to solidly fall into like a midlife crisis sweet spot
3: Yeah some people buy motorcycles you're going to <laughs> you're going to, <laughs> to, to rip off your clothes in Times Square and be tackled to the ground by the people in front of the army recruiting center By the that brings us yeah, Biden, the- <laughs> who somehow has more clothes on than you. That brings us to our final storyline of the match. It is a simple transition, which is this Can any of our forwards score besides Denny Bawanga? Now, we've proven we can win games with Denny scoring, but as the playoffs progress, teams are inevitably going to find ways to try and shut them down. And at some point, he's going to have an off game. Last week, Denise scored two of our five goals, and our other three goals were scored by defenders, Ryan Hollingshead and Jesus Mario. Vela has been relegated to more of an assist maker, which is a great role for him, but he's playing most games as our striker, and you don't normally think of your striker as the assist guy. Kike has looked great, but he struggled to find the net despite a lot of chances. Fufu has shown a lot of promise, and Mario and Stipe continue, and I, ha- I didn't finish the sentence, but you guys know what I'm going to say. I mean...
0: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yep. That's about right. (laughs) That's about right, actually. It's more accurate than anything you can say. That's actually
1: how they coach them. They go, so Mario, we pass you the ball and you... (laughs)
3: Um, Okay. I get hit with it right (laughs) Right. I stand in the way I let it hit me Um, (laughs) I'm not saying we need to panic because we are doing great at scoring lately but it does worry me that these goals aren't really coming from the people who are supposed to score goals besides Denny Buanga, Vince Darren should we be worried at all or am I just fishing for a third storyline in a match where we've already said everything that needs to be said I mean Why not
1: I, both? you should be more worried if Denny does in fact have an off game because there's things that he he does other than score goals. So if he has an off game, like it's gonna affect everybody. And if the guys aren't in the right spots or not on form, then yeah, that'll be a problem just in general. I mean he's the he's the best player player on your team. If the best player on your team doesn't have a good game, that's generally bad for your team. I, I that's pretty simple, I, I would say. Wow, you make yeah, it sound in, in, so
3: easy. Yeah. Well, everything I just said. I shouldn't have said, is what you're saying. I'm an idiot.
1: No, I did say that you, it it makes sense. Like, it it can be worrying, but like, you would just be worried. You'd just be worried in general. Again, it's like if you're Argentina or Inter Miami and Messi doesn't score, you're like, okay. Like well, we other- have
3: Cromacho or whatever his name. Cromacho. I wish that was his name. <laughs> Gaspacho. We got Benjamin Gaspacho. <laughs> Benjamin <Cremacho. laughs> Gaspacho. It's actually, uh,
1: I hate, by the way, it, it, it is, and I'm a stickler for these, it is Ben-Hamin, Like, that's how you should pronounce his name.
3: Oh.
1: ben Cromachi. But when they, when like the, uh, I swear to God, when the commentators get a hold of like, oh, you're supposed to say ben Amin, they just really lay it on too thick. <laughs> on <the last> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Did you guys see that Suarez, it looks like agreed in principle to head over to Miami? Yeah, because you know what? When you have one guy, Joseph
1: Martinez, who scored a ton of goals in the league but has bad knees, you should go get a guy that's older than him that also has bad knees. That's a good plan.
3: (laughs) I am sad that it looks like Chiellini is going to retire before we get to see Suarez and Chiellini on the pitch together again. That makes me sad. Well, (laughs) fuck you, Vince. When we come back, we're going (laughs) to do some more storylines because storylines can't stop won't stop
0: and we're back on a hunch i decided to do some real deep dive research and it turns out that my hunch was right if lafc is in the playoffs right now that means a bunch of other teams are too
3: (laughs) (coughs) it's true sometimes you make me laugh darren not always (laughs) but sometimes
0: the holy grail (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's true a bunch and not only will some of these matches determine who and where LAFC plays next if they beat Vancouver on Sunday, they also might just be interesting and, like, worth watching, you know, like, for fun. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to know. And whenever we have any interest in knowing something, we're joined by Vince LaRosa. Vince, thank you for being here, as always. Uh, I don't know. what's There's other teams besides LAFC, so, like,
1: Wait, we don't have to go through I, the, the opus that is that song again, do we? That f- oh, <laughs> Here's about where the
0: normal one ends. Ooh. I, I, oh. I, I, are look, we saved or are we disappointed? Vince has a heart out.
3: We got, we, yeah. got to work. we got to get through this. Yeah, I would be gone by the time the, we finish the drop
1: even. Wow. Yeah. Guys, there were other games. There was a lot of other games. They were exciting. This is crazy. I, I watched crazy. some of them. Not all of them. We're on TV? On, on Apple TV. Who, Plus? Who, who we'd like to thank as a sponsor.
3: They're not a sponsor, are they? No. Oh, okay. no. Yeah. No. No. Oh, but we'll get there. We okay, we'll get there. I will say, we'll get Tim Cook, great guy. Yeah, great guy. Love I Tim love Cook. Him. Yeah.
0: We, we love him. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> get the, the new MacBook Pro. Love it. Gonna get one. That's the M three M
3: three That's super fast. Yeah, it's real fast.
0: Sixteen percent faster than the M
3: two. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, storylines, storylines. <laughs> let's
1: go. Uh, yeah, what's guys? happening, guys? Well. What's been happening in these playoffs is there's no place like home because the home teams have absolutely dominated in the first round. They've gone nine and one, and they're outscoring the visitors 22 to 10. Now, in order to be the home team, and that also included the playing games, in order to be the home team, you had to have a better record. So you're essentially the better team, I would say. But I want to ask you guys, are the higher ranked teams just that much better in a league that's known for parity or... Do you think that home field advantage is a real thing?
3: Seems like home field advantage is a real thing. Yeah, I think especially with all the travel in MLS it's definitely a real thing. I also think because it isn't winner take all, the urgency to fucking fight back isn't going to be there in some of these games cuz you're like, well we're going to go play or like maybe you're just you can be more risky cuz you could be like I'm going to let's try to go get uh, get it tied. So we go to PKs and then steal one that way or whatever. It just like it feels like teams are playing it differently because it isn't sudden death or whatever. But yes, I think home field advantage is real. in It's real. So
1: these teams are – so then by that, we should maybe expect some of the home teams to win in, in the second game of round one, hopefully. Well, the, all of them besides one. Yeah, of course. Yes. Uh, speaking of <coughs> – Nashville. Bes- well, s- speaking of <laughs> besides one, the West is wide open, guys, because St. Louis absolutely got smacked – by the eighth seed, SKC, four to one. I mean, the game wasn't even close. I, I could not even, re- I actually did watch that game. There was a little I downpour too. going on, killed them. Sure. And I want to say before all the LAFC fans listening to this, because there's only LAFC fans listening to this, get too excited uh, about the fact that number one seed, there's no reseeding. So LAFC will have to play, if they go through the next round, the winner of Seattle versus Dallas. It's not like, oh, we're, we're going to, you know, uh, hopefully yeah. host a game now. Unfortunately, you guys are still right. There may not be another home game in LAFC's
3: future. But we could, if we beat Seattle, we would get a home game for the Western Conference Finals, right? Yes. Yes. Hell so yeah. that,
1: that's where that's where it plays in. But my question right. to you guys is, now that you've seen St. Louis lose, and after I've been telling you over and over again, I don't think that the West is that strong, do you feel like there's going to be some more upsets in the West? Like how wide open do you feel the West is? And do you now feel a little bit better about LAFC in the third spot with St. Louis doing so poorly?
0: I feel like LAFC is great in the third spot because the West is at least wide open enough for, for LAFC to get to the cup, to get to the finals. And then who knows what could happen in the finals? I think it's a, they're in a great position, but the, the three game series thing definitely protects the higher seeds in general,
3: I agree with you that the West is wide open. I think we're in a tough spot where I would say probably us versus Seattle is the game that decides who wins the West, in my opinion. But I felt that way for a little bit. And the fact that we got the three seed and they got the two seed, I do think playing Lumen Field's hard. I think like that's a it's a tough stadium. They always pack it out for the playoffs. It's turf, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not a it's not a place that's going to be easy for us to win. So I would feel a lot more confident if we had the two seed and they had the three seed. But I do think, I don't think St. Louis is as strong as the stat line shows. They feel a little bit like Austin last year where they won a bunch of games, but they aren't necessarily as strong as we all thought. And Salt Lake looks like shit. Like there, there's uh, The only team I'm scared of is Seattle and, of course, the Vancouver Whitecaps, who we cannot look past or else someone will get mad at me for looking past them.
1: Wow. Well done. Steve Torundolo would be so just
3: so stoked that you were able to <laughs> land that plane. Okay. Let's move on to let's move on to our final Speaking s- of Loving Apple, Steve Torundolo, star yeah. of the Apple ad. That's true.
1: Pretty good <laughs> too. He's a pretty right? pretty good actor, not yeah. Yeah, yeah not bad. I, I, I legit chuckled at his parts and I was like, that's yeah. pretty good. Like the, the, yeah, the, the galaxy, moment where yeah, uh, when he jokes. had like, kind
3: of the long look into the camera. And I was like, that, that's I was cool. about to say the the reaction at the very end where they came back to him. I was like, oh, that's hard to do. A look to the camera where he goes like, huh? Mm-hmm. That's a tough thing to pull yeah, off. That's a Good tough, job, Steve. That's a tough thing. My favorite
1: part from that commercial, though, everyone else in that, by the way, that is the LAFC locker room that they're in. If you have never been in there and don't know what it looks like, that is, in fact, the home locker room. Uh, everyone else in that locker room. Does not work for LAFC. None of those people were assistant coaches or part of the staff. It's uh, it's Steve and a bunch just of dudes. Uh, probably yeah, a bunch of PAS and, and people that were on set for the day, which is probably the way to do it, anyways. To be honest, you know, you it's don't want to put money. too many yeah, don't put too many variables in there. I mean, you got Steve to act. What's the chances that you can get Mark Dos Santos and Ante Razov to do really good? You know, just shaking their heads and not saying anything in the background.
0: But I but I digress. When they go into the Wrexham locker room, it's clear that they get the whole team to act mm-hmm. all at once they shut down the whole day <laughs> they ruined both the production and the practice
3: and i got to say they're always excited when the when the boys show up <laughs> <laughs> We're starting to see Rob and
0: Rob there. We're starting to see that we're like, oh yeah, we love it. Well, guys, if you're playing, if you're
1: playing in the fourth or fifth tier of English soccer, (laughs) Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney showing up to your locker room is so much better than anything else you could actually be doing. I'm not going to lie, it
3: it, it is cool. They're also in the top three. They could get promoted again with the current standings, which is wild. but you know, I don't care. Go on, Vince.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's go go to our last storyline. The last storyline is this. A lot of people are saying a lot of things about the new playoff format. The Athletic even had all their writers get together and basically slam the format and talk about how much they hated it. On our post-game show, we had Dave Denholm show up and he actually had some good points about the reasons why he likes it. And since so many people are saying so many things, I figured why not have two more people say what they think (laughs) about the playoff format. Guys, how do you feel about MLS's like 25th version of playoffs in their 27th season. Do you like the new <laughs> format? What What's your biggest takeaway from it? What, what's your thoughts on the format? The thing I Should like the first. most
3: about it is there's games on most nights. And I think that that is fun, but you could do that with other playoff formats. We mm-hmm. like You don't need to have done it this way. And I do think we're going to hate it a lot more come the start of the next preseason when they get almost no time off between the two seasons. But I think Darren's right. It protects the the better team which will eliminate some upsets. But the move to the PKs, with I liked that in League's Cup. We haven't seen it in any of these games yet, I think. But the, yeah. the 90 minutes straight to PKs was really fun in League's Cup, I thought. We'll see if if that randomness comes in at all in the second round. But, you know, I've never loved two-leg series. So if they want to add more games, I'm cool with it. But I would prefer it all being one and dones. And you can keep your play in game. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, it would be exciting to have first-round stunners, you know? I, I, they're just dampening the whole SKC first round for no reason. I know. That would have been incredible. That would have been so fun. Now it's like, oh, wow, it's so cool they did that. But, like, I don't know. St. Louis will probably figure it out and come back. They'll probably figure them out. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> SKC's been good, though. But SKC's I the no get
0: run. Where I think Travis and Dave Denholm both have it right, it's in this context where we're talking about the rest of the MLS where we're just, like, casual fans and don't really care that much about these other teams – we like watching soccer and there's more games. Why would we not enjoy watching these games? So I can't argue with that. If I don't care I as much about the game, it's great. <laughs> I,
1: I will say though, where you are going to hate it is the fact that I don't, know. not sure if you guys knew this. i maybe this is breaking news for everybody that's listening. After this round, there is an international break. So this round is yeah, going to take points. like about two weeks and then there will be a week and a half break. So
3: that's kind of. That, so that, we could have gone through brother. two rounds of the playoffs before that international break. Right? Yeah. That's so yeah. fucking stupid that they did this.
0: Oh, my God. We would have been saying stupid. the same thing after two rounds, though. We would have been like, wow, we're two rounds in, and now we're just going to take a huge break.
3: No, I'm cool with the break if they want to take the international break. I We should take international breaks most times, and we usually don't. But, like, th- this – it's, it's – I don't know. It's such a transparent cash grab, and it takes some of the drama away. But I do I, – I don't know. I like that there's more games. I like watching it. And some of that is Apple TV, their product being so good because I've watched way more other teams this season. And I never did that before because I didn't really have the option if I wanted to watch a Houston Dynamo game. And now I do. So maybe I right. just like Apple TV and the new M4 processor. Wow, that's fast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, a t- that's a tagline.
3: <clears throat> wow, that's fast.
0: <laughs>
1: wow, that's <laughs> was fast.
3: Oh, like, it was like spooky fast. <laughs>
0: Spooky vest. is right. And shot with wow. an iPhone and you know five hundred thousand dollars worth of other gear.
3: Yeah, yeah. The iPhone was there, though. I mean, it was an <laughs> yeah. angle. Derek, there was what someone. The fuck, are you it. talking about? It was shot on the iPhone only. Okay, if they oh, if they go back and listen to this, we can't have anybody saying any some <laughs> any fucking Android ass shit. Okay, it was shot on the iPhone.
1: Vince, how do you feel about the playoffs? The only thing that I, and Dave pointed this out that I really like, and it's, it's some, pe- it's something that people like on the flip side of it is like in a one game, you, the best team doesn't always win, right? So yeah. there is upsets. I think in the in the course of a three game series, I think we're going to get more of the best teams through, which I think make for a better playoffs in the long run. And I don't mind that in the first round, but it, yeah, it's the thing that really drives me wild is like we're recording this on Wednesday. Columbus finally played their first game Columbus Atlanta. That first game happened on Wednesday. And then also the 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 time between game 1 and game 2 for different series for series are different. Like some teams have 8 days. I think New England and Philly won't play for 10 days. Like why are they getting <laughs> why is there like that's the only yeah. thing. Like please figure out and I know that a lot of this is down to stadiums cuz not everyone controls their stadiums. And stuff like that, but guys, we got to figure this out. Like, can we just have a uniform ti- timeline for people?
0: We can still We're have embarrassing games ourselves on, like, in front of Messi. Yeah,
1: we can sell games on like every day. Yeah, actually, that's a good question. How many of playoff games do you think Messi's watching?
3: None. No. Uh, none. I think he'll watch. He'll watch when it's like the the championship games. He'll I mean, be, he'll be forced East to be West. at the championship game. Yeah, Atlanta, he's structurally right, obligated. Maybe yeah. he, he hands the trophy to the winner. Right. <laughs> the messy Trophy. Well, yeah. Don
1: Garber, Don Garber mm-hmm. goes to hand it to the owner, but then hands it to Messi. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we do that! It. And, uh, and it's the Landon Donovan on the MVP trophy scratched out. It's, it's Messi mess. now. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Leo um, Messi newcomer of the year trophy.
3: <laughs> well, I feel caught up on the playoffs. Vince, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and thank you to the good people of Apple, as always, for um, <laughs> putting out such a fantastic product. When we come back... We're gonna make some bets.
0: And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It.
2: Bet It and Forget It. Forget it.
0: Every week, Travis and I end the show with a bet for this week's game. We make an outlandish prediction, something that almost definitely will not happen but could. Or Each could. week, we both put up $5, and if no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. And in this case, that good chunk of change has made it all the way up to $120.
3: Now, I want to say, we normally put in $5. Vids. if you're going to be in, should we put $5 in from you? <laughs> so you put up $5, and you could win $120 <laughs>
0: 125
1: well, yeah I do pay Let's for do my it. Patreon subscription To the show that I'm on So we'll just use that $5
0: As do we As do we Vince
3: <laughs> The product right. is lacking on that front. To be fair we didn't tell Vince he had to throw into the pot But just know if you win the money just... We'll resent you The uh... <laughs> And mine is a Bolonga gold No okay
0: <laughs> I would love nothing more than for Vince to just casually win a hundred and twenty dollars uh, for us. It
3: would be infuriating. And um, I would definitely not share it. <laughs> Think about oh no, all you, of
0: you ruined the premise. Please
3: don't, don't share it. Uh, yeah, we gave the money that I won to Jeff Talk, and I straight up haven't gotten it. Jeff Talk was just <laughs> there the day I was supposed to get it, and I didn't get the money. Insane. That that yeah, that was on
0: a bet he won. That wasn't Jeff Talk winning a bet. It was that a bet was Travis I winning won. a bet, and Travis being there for the record session of the episode where he was supposed to get it. Um, what a Jeff Talk
3: being there. What a heel. Okay, so last week I bet that Tristan Blackman got a red card. Didn't happen. He got a yellow. Darren bet hat trick didn't happen. He passed the ball to Buanga, who scored a goal. I have a bet this week that I'm very confident in. I feel really <laughs> confident about it, okay. and I'm not normally this confident. And I don't think this has happened before in the history of Betting and It.
2: You my confident? bet is
3: this: Tristan Blackman red card. Oh, I am once again betting that Tristan <laughs> Blackman will get a red card this game. If and, they can uh,
0: repeat the game, you can repeat
3: your bet. I think, I think his emotions going to get the best of him. I think he's a ratty little street boy, and he's going to hurt someone. And I. I <laughs> I did not feel like that's true, Vince. I you don't have to comment. The, 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 not but true. I just I just think that little the that little pizza rat is going to hurt someone and get a red card, and that, um, that's my bet, and I'm sticking with it. Tristan Blackman, red card.
0: I think that's fair. Look, I have little kids, and little kids they do their acting out at home. They're in a setting where they're comfortable acting out, so that tracks with me.
1: Very smart. Tristan is the little kid in this.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> anyone yeah, who acts out is the well, little, the little ratty b- little shit. To be fair, if your name is Tristan, you kind of have to. You're gonna Tristan, yeah, the rest Ken of your
3: Yang. life, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, Spalding is the only thing that could be worse. Vince, do you want to go next or Darren? Do you want to go next? I'll go next because mine's wild. Because uh, just in the in the
1: guise of me not winning, this is mine. An LFC player will kick a ball and they'll duff it right. And normally, when that happens. On a grass field something comes up but the the turf will in fact come up and that's, this is not the end of my bet the turf will come up and the player will see something and wonder what's going on here and will continue to pull that turf until it, it <laughs> reveals there is in fact grass underneath that turf and all along <laughs> Vancouver's been just playing everybody <laughs> they could have had grass there is grass but they just oh they've God. been hiding it with that terrible turf and they've been trying to use it as some kind of home field advantage which has clearly worked out for them because they've won so many games and so many oh wait
3: they have it (laughs) that's what's gonna happen that's so funny they've every like a corked bat reveal (laughs) (laughs) yeah they after every game they roll up the turf and water the grass (laughs) oh the grass is well kept too (laughs) yeah yeah
1: it's beautiful beautiful. pristine beautiful grass better than even bank (laughs) or bmo they practice
3: on it yeah well it's got to be better than bmo because it's not full of sand (laughs) <laughs> it's That's not true. mostly sand spray painted green because Blink 182 performed there. Darren, what's your. Best? I love that, Beth. <laughs> that was great. That made me laugh a up.
0: Yeah, that was great. The, I caught up on the messy documentary the, the other night. And, on Apple, uh, right? Uh, Apple TV, great products, great company. Taylor Twelman was interviewed and was talking about how his dad used to tell him about when Pele came and, and played on Randall's Island in New York. I didn't know this. It was on – like the field was basically dirt, and they spray-painted the dirt green. <laughs> it wasn't even grass. It was like that bad. So that made me laugh. Anyway, my bet – I'm i am really confident in this bet.
3: What the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay. There will be at least one shot off the crossbar from each team.
3: Is that outlandish enough? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't think it's there was – you tell t- us. How –
1: yeah, you're right. That doesn't happen that often. There wasn't two crossbars so in the in the in. I think Mario so hit the crossbar what? and went in, but I don't. But Vancouver didn't hit the crossbar, so there wasn't one the first for game. each team. Yeah, one for one each for team. Each All team. Right.
0: I think that's pretty outlandish. Like, yeah, okay, I could see it, two happening on the same team. Maybe
1: it's definitely something you All could right. lay odds on. Like you, you and wouldn't I just think, say that's going to happen, right? I,
3: I, and we're late enough in the season. We want we want someone to win this. We don't want to have to give this to some dumb fucking charity. So let's, let's make <laughs> sure one of us wins. That's our show. We shall see. Darren, take us away. Just a reminder, we'll
0: be streaming our post-game call and show 10 minutes after the final whistle on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfoot, sadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. Talk to us in the chat. We'll post a link. You can join us on the show. But before that, we will also be live streaming a watch-along on LAFC's Twitch and YouTube channels. Hang out with us there first. We'll have some fun guests. We don't know who they are yet, or at least we're not telling you yet. I know
3: yet. some, and they're pretty cool. I haven't told uh, them yet. They
0: usually are. I think it'll be fun. But yeah, let's the And the game's, a, in the game's at
1: 4.30. For all you people that are like, we don't know what time it's a happy it is. So at happy hour. So at least everybody, yeah, at least yes. everybody that listens Once to this again, podcast will know the correct time of the game. It's
0: 4.30. And that was true 4:30. last time, too, let me say. I don't get this wrong. Okay, I take Aaron, that first part of the wrong. show very seriously.
3: <laughs> we got it wrong last game. No, we didn't. I'm almost positive we did.
0: We did not. All I, right, we'll go. I write the thing. I just changed the scripts to update it to this time.
3: All right. What time did you say it started?
0: Last game, 5 o'clock. Okay, we shall see That's why I told you to meet me there at a certain time So that we would be on time to the yeah, 5 o'clock game you did. And I knew you it was at 5 right o'clock I Because wrong. I wrote it down and said it live on the show
3: I, I'm too confident for someone who was in the wrong uh, Just a few <laughs> days ago Our theme music is done by the insane team Of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer Along with YouTube You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads If you made it this far to the episode Chances are you're enjoying the show And if that's true and you want to show your support Please consider becoming a friend of the foot at $5 a month at patreon.com slash sadfoot or pick up some half most inspired merch at happyfootsadfootpod.com any support goes a long way to keeping the show going and the community growing and we want to say of course thank you to Vince for hanging out with us for the full preview episode Uh, it's always wonderful to have you and we love you
2: oh I love
0: love you and you out there listening or watching we love you too
3: we love you We'll see you in in the Indianapolis of Canada. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. I'm still on the fence about everyone else. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) All right. We're at Vince's heart out. Get the fuck out of here, Vince.